You really just have to get in a canoe and start drifting, and um, you kind of have certain goals, like, you know, I want to get to this point. I think there might be something interesting here. Something interesting like what? Like the structure, like uh, mainly structures, I think, that I'm looking for out there. Like man-made structures? Yeah. Brick buildings or old falling-down bridges. I mean, they're just out there. Hi, this is Libby. And this is Roberta. And this is Art Blog Radio. That was Matthew Green you just heard. We're speaking with Matt Green. He's a New Jersey painter and graphic designer. We met in 2003, which was our first year of blogging on the Art Blog. We first saw Matt on a first Friday in Old City, and he was selling his beautifully rendered paintings. They were a little forlorn, but they were really beautiful, and they were all about Philadelphia's abandoned buildings. We loved the works and were astonished that this serious work was being hawked by the artist on the street. We'd never seen that before. Ten years later, we met Matt again and found out he's selling his works online and doing pretty well at it. You are a realist painter, and on your website you say urban dilapidation is your trademark subject matter. So is that true today, as true today as it was 10 years ago? I don't know. I think lately, over the last year or so, it's becoming more landscape and less urban. Uh, those elements are still in there, but uh, since I've been focusing on uh, the New Jersey Meadowlands, I think I've been lured more by the more landscapey elements than than the urban decay. It just seems to be what, I, what I've been finding there, what, what's been kind of turning up in my photos. So let's talk about that then, the Meadowlands. You have a project that's called Five Miles from Times Square, and you're painting from what looks like the swamps, you know, of northern New Jersey. Exactly. Some of it uh, you can get to by land, but most of it's pretty inaccessible by land. You have to be at least on a canoe. Well, can you talk a little bit about um, the way that you deal with man and his relationship to everything around him? Well, it, I, we operate as if this natural world that we're connected to really isn't affected. We're not affected by it, but we are. Um, anything that we build, anything that we create, eventually will come down. Um, there's this constant battle that we have between trying to build a civilization, which is it constantly at odds with the forces of nature. So are you optimistic about man's chances in the long run? Probably, I would say no. I used to be. I mean, if you read the news, I mean, it's hard to be optimistic. You know, wars, diseases, I mean, anything. I mean, it's just, every generation seems to think that they're the last one lately, but yeah, I, I, I'm less optimistic about nature's chances, to be honest with you, which I really always sort of thought that nature would eventually win out, but you know, sometimes when you take a closer look at what's being left behind, you wonder how well it's really going to recover in the end. So, you know, we often see a lot of landscapes and we say, oh, just another landscape. And I remember being totally blown away by yours, even though they were representational and in some ways traditional. Do you have any thoughts about what makes your landscapes contemporary? I, I don't think about that. I mean, I just, it's very personal. I, I don't feel like I'm modeling myself after any other artist or genre. I'm just kind of 
rendering something the way I feel like it should be rendered. Whatever's in there that I want to express. So um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really think about whether or not you know, my work is contemporary, whether it fits in or is. I don't know. It's just not really a, something that I, I really pay much attention to. Well, let's let's circle back to the Meadowlands then and get really to the nut of why you're doing this. Did you have some encounter in the Meadowlands that spurred you on to do something with them? I'm from that part of New Jersey originally. When I was about five years old, we moved down to the Jersey Shore. But, you know, for holidays and, uh, you know, random times throughout the year, we were traveling on the New Jersey Turnpike through the Meadowlands and just spending a lot of time looking out the car window. I think I got curious about it and I kind of forgot about it in my adult life. I just wasn't taking frequent trips up there. And I just, I think, I was on a train somewhere near Newark Airport and I was thinking about where I could go looking for new subject matter and I just thought this is a good spot this is definitely there's something here for me to explore so I started doing research on it and I, I, I really fell in love with it when you go out there do you go out there very purposefully or do you go out there and just sort of let the experience roll over you what, what's it like uh, yeah you really just have to get in a canoe and start drifting and um, you kind of have certain goals like you know I want to get to this point I think there might be something interesting here something interesting like what like a structure like uh, mainly structures I think that I'm looking for out there like man-made structures yeah brick buildings or uh, old falling down bridges I mean they're just out there you know there's a there's a history a long history with railroads and people living out there and I'm just kind of looking for that kind of thing how do you sell them? Are, are you still selling them on the streets of Old City? No. Um, most of my sales are online sales. I've had some um, people contact me through email or uh, Zatista.com is where I'm selling a lot of work now. Okay. What is Zatista.com? Zatista, it's uh, online uh, art sales. People that are interested in buying art can browse through different styles, genres, can anyone get on there, or do, so it's not juried? No, no. And yet people find you. Yeah, once they, once a, uh, I guess if you're interested in buying art, and they're pretty aggressive with, once they sign you up, they'll send email blasts, and they're, they're, their marketing is pretty um, aggressive and targeted, too, you know, seasonal, they'll, around Christmas time, they're looking for seasonal themes or whatever. Do and you I oblige said stuff, them? Do I? I'm sorry? Do you oblige them with seasonal themes? No, no, I put my own work up there. Something on your website talks about the exhibition of the Five Miles from Times Square paintings. Did you ever have that exhibition? It sounded like no. you had this grand plan, you were going to exhibit that. I had this grand plan that I was going to write a grant proposal and submit that to, you know, different foundations to get grant money to produce this work, but... Uh, I decided just to go ahead with the paintings, and I've been doing it ever since. That was, I don't know, five years ago that I started that. So. And so now there's not a big body of work since some of them no. have been sold. Most of them have been sold. Most of there's them. There's a handful left. So do you know anything about your collectors? No, not really. There, I, there was one guy from California that was... Um, uh, I, I managed to, to track him down. He was a, He's a like a graphic designer or something. I can't, I can't remember, but you really don't know much about your buyers. 
So what are you working on right now? What, what in particular in are you particular, painting? Uh, I'm working on two right now. Um, one is a view from uh, behind the Vincent Lombardi service area on the New Jersey Turnpike. I've been there too yeah. many times. Um, and another is a view um, from behind a place called Snake Hill or Laurel Hill standing underneath the New Jersey Turnpike as it's going above you, like on the, on the shore of the river. Both paintings have a, there's a lot of light. This, uh, the, the sun is, is very prominent in both of them. And, and what kind of scale are you working in? Uh, one is 44 by 48, and one is, um, uh, it's a little bit smaller. It's like 32 by, 32 by 60, something like that. Wow, they're pretty big. And are they oils or acrylic? Oil. Oil, so um, we found on your website a zine. Actually, we found more than one zine. Mm -hmm. The more recent of the two was called Controlled Demolition. Yeah. Um, could you tell us about your zines, your urge to make zines? Um, it, it was about, I don't know, it was about a year or, so, or two before I met you guys. Um, some friends and I just wanted to put do a zine. We just decided, you know, why not? We could self-publish it and... You know, I had written some poetry. I was working as a graphic designer at this little ad agency, and I was spending a lot of time writing while I was supposed to be working. And um, I had just had a lot of poems and uh, photographs that I thought were worthy of publishing. So did my friends, and we put these first two together. With it was called Triptazine, and then a few years later, I had some other new, newer pieces that I wrote. And I took some of the best stuff from the Triptazine collection and I put it together in Controlled Demolition. I called it Volume 1 thinking that there'd be a Volume 2 at some point in the future, but that hasn't happened yet. Do you feel the stuff. need for a kind of artistic communities, people to interact with? And yeah. Triptazine was very spontaneous. It wasn't anything we weren't part of any other organization. But um, I, I spend most of my time working alone in New Jersey, in the suburbs at night, so I'm not really out and about like I used to be. So you're a graphic designer? Yeah. By day? By day. By day. Yeah, I mean, it's a regular nine-to-five job, living like a regular suburban lifestyle. Do you have a have family? Dinner. Yeah, I have a wife and two kids, three and five. Little. Little. Yeah. Are they artistic? Do they like to hang out in Dad's studio? Yeah, they do. They do. They're both artistic in their own way. They both like to draw, uh, both very imaginative. And what, what would you say if at age 18 they said to you, I want to go to art school, Dad? I'd say, are you crazy? <laughs> and why would that be? <laughs> <laughs> no, if they, if they wanted to do that, that's, that would be perfectly fine, as long as I felt like that they you know, were serious about it. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been outside the traditional gallery system uh, since... Pretty much the whole time. Pretty yeah. much the whole time. Mm -hmm. Is that a choice? Or have you tried? What, what? Yeah, I tried. It just never happened for me. And, you know, this is one way that I've, you know, selling online is the way that's been working for me right now. It's not that I'm going to stop pursuing the galleries. It got to be a lot of work, too, and I, I wanted to focus on the work. So I haven't really done that in, in quite a while. So if you knew anybody that was just coming out of art school nowadays and they asked you for advice on how to get a gallery? I would know. <laughs> You really need to be in the circle, so to speak. You have to spend a lot of time getting to know people and 
It really helps. It's, I was never really fully in a position. I, I was for a little while when I was working, but you know, once I went back to work and bought a house and moved over the river, that you know, kind of slowed down. I wasn't really out there as much as I should be. Is your day job something you can leave behind so that when you come home and you want to paint, you're not thinking thoughts about, oh my God, I got to do something more? Yeah, I, I, I leave it behind. That's probably part of the reason why I wait so long to start working at night. Well, we've been talking with Matthew Green. Matt, thank you so very much for talking with us. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Art Blog Radio is brought to you by theartblog.org. Thanks to our sponsors, including the Knight Foundation. Also, we want to thank Peter Crimmins, who makes us sound good. He's our editor. And thanks to Eric Biondo for his music. You can download these podcasts at theartblog.org slash radio.